It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today we're on page 17 of our devotional titled, Could You Pray Like This? A.C. Dixon said, When we depend upon organizations, we get what organizations can do. When we depend upon education, we get what education can do. When we depend upon man, we get what man can do. But when we depend upon prayer, we get what God can do. There was a man who would stand every Sunday morning during the time of prayer in church. Most weeks, his prayer request was different. He'd offer a prayer for his family, the church, a mission project, or something else tugging at his heart. Everyone knew this might take a few minutes. I loved it. Why should the preacher have all the fun in prayer? Other people appreciated it as well. There were many others whose head would go down when he stood. You could hear the faint sounds of a here-we-go kind of sigh every time this man made his request known to God. I'm pretty sure he could feel what some people were thinking. There are times the Bible says Jesus knew what some of his opponents were thinking about him. We are quick to assume it's because he was divine and knew all things. Of course, he was and he did. But knowing what some people feel is not always hard to do, is it? What people thought of his praying did not matter to this man of God. He took full advantage of the chance the church gave him to lift a prayer before the congregation. I've often reflected on why some people didn't look forward to the prayers of their brother in Christ. It wasn't the time. He didn't take much time at all to share his honest prayer. Maybe that was it. Sometimes he was what some people might think to be too honest. His prayers were often convicting. It wasn't rare that he would share a personal struggle and ask forgiveness. In response, I couldn't help but do the same. He directed his prayers to God every time. Even so, it wasn't hard to see that people weren't very comfortable with that kind of praying. Think about that. Was that the man's problem or their problem? Should he have used another time or another group to share such things, especially on such a regular basis? Were the other people right to feel like it was inappropriate? Why do you think this man would want to share these prayers with his church every single week? I love honest prayer. People often ask me how to pray. As we discuss it, it's almost like clockwork. Sooner or later, the other person will say something like, I just want to pray right. In other words, they want to say the right things to God. I appreciate that. But I also realize we can concern ourselves too much with wanting to say the right words. As a result, we may never learn how to pray honestly. Honest prayer is right prayer. As we learn how to pray with honesty, we learn how to recognize God more in our praying. We learn how much we need God. Now, I want you to think about another scene of worship. Mary and Elizabeth had just met. Elizabeth's baby leaps in the womb when Mary and her unborn baby arrive. Then Elizabeth blessed Mary. 
It's at this moment Mary realized that God had done something for her and all people. What was her response? She praised God. She says, My soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. We often call it Mary's song or the Magnificat. People wonder if she actually sang this prayer. I don't know. She very well could have. But what I'm looking at today is what follows her praise of God. She continued by listing what she knew God had done for her and all those who fear God. She didn't mention names or anything like that, but she did get specific. She had seen that God heard the cry of people in need and had brought justice to the world. Ultimately, she offered a prayer of praise because God had been faithful to his promises. Mary's prayer was based on how she had seen God at work in the world and her life. Her experience with scripture also shaped it. It's that kind of prayer that changes us. Sure, it might make us or others around us a bit uncomfortable at first. I have often sensed how some people in church take issue with what another person might lift in prayer. Prayer shouldn't get political, is what is said. Was there anything political about Mary's prayer? You bet. The point is, she couldn't ignore how God had acted with justice and mercy. I imagine there would be a few people who would want her to sit down in church if that's how she's going to pray. Once we learn to grow out of our discomfort, though, we can reclaim an essential part of our faith tradition. Right words don't always make for honest prayer. Honest prayer always makes for a right heart because God draws us closer to his will. I hope you'll stand in church this week to pray. If you don't, do you have a group of friends you can share with? If you do, give an honest prayer. Your soul needs it, and God is listening. Stay blessed. This has been a special reading from my devotional book titled, Trying to Follow Jesus More Than I Failed Jesus. You can find a copy online at Amazon, or check out my website, anotherjohn.com. God be with you.